Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey guys, welcome to my podcast. I'm your host, Polina Edmonds, Olympic figure skater. And today's episode is going to be on academics and athletics. So I've been getting a ton of feedback and questions from people who are always asking me about how I balanced school with skating growing up. Um, So for those of you who don't know me, I have always been going to elementary, middle, high school, now college um, simultaneously while competing on the world's biggest stage, competing internationally, competing at nationals you know, the whole shebang. So I've got a lot to say on this subject and pretty much how I did it. Um, So yeah, let's jump right in. Growing up in elementary school, I was always going to the ice rink at 5 a.m. in the morning, um, skating an hour before school, changing in the car, eating quick little breakfast, and then I would go and sit in class for six hours. Um, And then my mom would pick me up and I would run to the car, quick change again, eat some soup, maybe a sandwich, be right back on the ice at 4 p.m., skate an hour or two, maybe do some off-ice conditioning and stretching before I finally got to go home at night around 6 or 7 p.m. to eat dinner and do my homework before going to bed. So I had a really busy schedule in that sense, Um, but my elementary school, my teachers were super supportive of my figure skating, Um, and so even when the main office wasn't so supportive, you know, they didn't want me to be coming in late or missing classes or anything like that, My teachers would sometimes have me come straight to my classroom if I was a little late in the morning rather than go through the school office and get in trouble, etc. And it was because they knew that I was coming from my early morning practice and they didn't want me to be in trouble with the main office. So in middle school, I had similar experience where I was always getting in trouble with the main office for not being on time all the time. And when I say that, I mean I was maybe 10 minutes late uh, because we were in traffic coming from the ice rink in the morning. And we always were telling them that I was sick in order to go to a competition. If I had a test or I needed to get out of school or I was going to be gone for a week, the way that we would do that is my parents would call me in sick and that's the only way that we were going to get an excused note. Um... The main office was not supportive of me going off to competitions, even when it was for nationals. I'm going to repeat that. U.S. nationals. I was one of the top 12 in the country for my sport at my level, and they did not want me to go and was were going to give me an unexcused absence. Now, even though the school office was doing that, my teachers, when they heard that I was going to nationals and they knew how dedicated I was to my sport... Most of them were super supportive, would just give me, you know, packets to bring to my competition or makeup work, and I was totally fine. I was getting A's. However, I did have one teacher when I was in seventh grade. I was taking an art class, and I'm pretty good at art. I love painting. I love drawing. Um, I'm just a good student in general. That was my first ever uh, bad grade, I want to say. I got a D in art class. D as in dog, (laughs) and I was kicked off honor roll, and it was for an art class, and so when I came to my teacher and I said, what can I do to raise my grade, what kind of extra credit can I do, makeup work, anything, she would just look me in the eye and tell me that extra credit and makeup work is for kids who have already done, like, 
all of the other work. And so I asked her, how can I make up, you know, the D's and the F's that she was giving me for the week I had missed for U.S. Nationals? And she just looked me in the eye and she said, you know, some families have different values and academics are more important than going to a competition for a week. And I just was dumbfounded and I looked at her and I didn't even know what to say. You know, I was a little kid in seventh grade and so I just left and I told my parents later and they were extremely upset, you know, that this random teacher, an art teacher nonetheless, was commenting on our family values, holding sport so highly with our academics. So that was kind of a little turbulent feature that I had to go through. High school was the year when I was a freshman, I won junior nationals. So at the end of my freshman year, I was already a national champion in the junior league, which was a pretty big deal. And, you know, the next year as a sophomore, I made the Olympic team. So my school was incredibly supportive of my skating endeavors. And anytime I needed to miss a week to go to a Grand Prix event, an international competition, you know, champs camp, anything that was going to require me missing a good period of time of being in class, I was always excused. Um, it was fine. The teachers were incredibly supportive of me going off to my competitions and my camps and whatever I needed to be doing. They were giving me school packets to take with me and to complete while I was gone. And so I would normally do that on the plane, you know, flying 14 hours to whatever country, or I would be doing them in my hotel room in free time, you know, before I competed. Anytime I could fit it in, basically. And so that was a huge help in why I was able to complete normal hours in school and miss school, but still be getting good grades and still being on track. So I really got to hand it to my high school for letting that experience happen for me. So now let's get into basically why I was in normal school and not in homeschool, you know, at such an important time in my life where I was constantly traveling and competing at the highest peak of performance for figure skating and representing Team USA. So my parents had always put me through normal school. Um, there was a period of time when I was going into middle school that we briefly considered maybe doing homeschooling just to see what it was like, but ultimately my parents were very adamant about me still attending normal school. Um, and so that was really because of social cues. They wanted me to grow up with kids my own age and be experiencing the classroom environment, you know, sitting in a room of 30 kids, seeing how different people learn, how different people interact with each other, knowing that there are other ideas other than your own, um, learning from an actual in-person teacher, not just an online course on my computer or asking my parents for help. That was super important for me to grow socially and know, you know, what kinds of things to say, how to interact with other kids my age, etc. Um, and so the other reason for that was they've always pushed that my education is just as important as skating. And so it's kind of having this balance um, so that I can escape when I was going crazy because of skating. I could go to school for six hours and I didn't have to think about skating for six hours. I got to just sit in my chair and get a physical break of using my body. I just got to use my mind. I just got to enjoy the classroom environment and doing different tricks with my brain other than just sport 24-7. And so that is really how I was able to stay so healthy because of the balance. And it was this kind of mentality of always knowing that skating would end one day, but my education is going to last forever. Even when I was in fifth grade and, 
you know, my mom and I were dreaming of the Olympics and I was out there every day and I had this really strong desire and belief in myself that I was going to make it. I was going to be that 1%. My dad was the other voice in my ear saying, Polina, that's like 10% chance, but school is 100%. You're going to go through your education. You're going to get a degree. You're going to know what you're going to do with your life later. Kind of having that mentality of one day I'm going to need a profession in something that isn't going to be figure skating has always guided me in terms of keeping my options open, keeping my brain working in different ways and not just putting all of my eggs in one basket. With that in mind, I really just have this perspective of being more than just my sport. You know, we have so many athletes that dedicate every single ounce of energy into their sport and they become addicted to the rhythm of training, to competing, to everything. And they are just that. And I was never only a figure skater. Yeah, I was known as a figure skater, that figure skater girl, whatever, in my school because everybody knew how hard I was training and how I was never free to do kind of normal things that they got to do, hang out with my friends, go to birthday parties on the weekdays, ETC, you know, stuff like that. I was always at the rink. But at the same time, I was a human first. I wasn't just some sport robot. I'm Paulina. I'm a great figure skater. But I'm also really smart in school, and I'm also a communications graduate. I have a lot of different things going for me. I'm not just one thing. And so I think that is super important to anybody's mentality um, in anything that they do, because you're a human first. One of the greatest things about going to school is that it can help with your anxiety and your nerves in competition. And so when I say this, my experience with how I loved the balance of school and skating was that when I would get incredibly nervous, feeling like there was this weight pressing on me the entire day before a competition, not wanting to talk to anybody, not wanting to do anything. I just, I felt so heavy all day before I competed. The best anxiety reliever for me was pulling out my homework and doing some problems, doing some studying, doing some reading, doing math, literally loved math at that time my brain would completely shift from this nervous state of how is my body going to be able to handle my nerves tonight on the ice? How am I going to compete? All of my hard work goes into this one moment on the ice. How am I going to do? That's scary. For me sitting in my hotel room and bringing out my homework and practicing some problems, it completely transferred my mind into believing that I was at school, a normal everyday routine for me that completely relaxed me, completely took me out of this really scary situation and let my body relax and work in a completely different way than it would be if I were just sitting there and getting more and more nervous. So that's really one of my tips for handling nerves and anxiety at competitions. It's it's one of the best ways to relieve your stress and transfer this nervous mindset that you have because you're going to completely focus and relax and work your brain in a different way. So how did uh, U.S. figure skating feel about my double life? Let's talk a little bit of drama with this kind of school and skating perspective. I've had a lot of comments said to me and a lot of different perspectives kind of judged on what I'm doing. I would get all the time from skating judges and officials at champs camp at competitions where they could see that I was reading a book or I was doing work before a competition They would ask my mom, because she was one of my coaches, what's more important, skating or school? 
My answer was both. They really, really wanted me to say skating, 100% skating. Everything is skating. School second. But that was never my answer. And my answer wasn't school first, skating second. The reason I think that both are so important are exactly that. We can't control what's going to happen with skating. This is a judge sport. It's subjective. Yes, I could technically be the best or I could be the most beautiful skater or I could be all these different things that should make me the top. However, that's just not the way it works. There's so many other factors that go into it. There's mistakes that can be made on both ends and I could be left in the dust. So what happens when I end my career and there's not that much to show for it? I'm not going to be financially ready. I'm not going to be socially ready to go out into the real world. I'm not going to be ready academic-wise to even get a degree in anything. And so that's why I always valued skating with school at the same time. I needed to have both factors going for me as I grew up. They never really supported that I was going to school at the exact same time. And I actually had a moment where I was at U.S. Nationals and it was Olympic year. And before the short program, again, I was super nervous. I was feeling that heavy weight on me. So what did I do? I pulled out my homework and I went with my mom to a private corner somewhere and I sat there and I started doing homework because it was going to calm me down so I could perform well later in the day. We had a few officials and judges, you know, really high up there, Olympic committee, as well as our Team USA performance director. They were walking by and they saw me doing my homework and they literally just looked at me and they said, are you really doing homework right now? That's what you're doing? And I looked at them and my mom did too. And she was like, well, of course, you know, she's a student and me too. I sat there and I just ignored them and I kept doing my work and I smiled and I, you know, made jokes with them. But ultimately it was like, why was that comment even necessary? You know, this is what I do that calms me down. That lets me perform at my peak. This is what makes me such a good skater, top three, world material, Olympic material, that I perform for you, and you're going to tell me that what I'm doing is wrong, or what I'm doing is silly. No, it, it just was always so aggravating to be getting these little comments from people who simply didn't understand. And I still see that today, you know, I'm never really included in student-athlete posts by U.S. figure skating on social media or in newsletters or anything. We hear a lot about skaters who are in college or doing, you know, scholarship stuff, and I've never really had that same recognition from them, um, even though I am one of their Olympic athletes. And same thing, you know, I just graduated from college that's a really big deal for me at age 22, also an Olympian, to now have a bachelor's degree in communication. And I had no congratulations from Team USA, from US figure skating. And yeah, and I've also had other skaters make comments to me about school. And so I actually had a pair skater when I was at a world championships. He told me that I should be devoting all of my time to skating in order to be the best and that some people don't have the time and the money to be at school and train at the same time. This was a 30-year-old man who was shaming me for my privilege of being able to go to high school at the same time as being at the World Championships. Why isn't it celebrated that I was able to be 16 years old in normal high school and at the World Championships? Why was I getting attacked for it? It's just these comments are so unnecessary and they're so negative when really... 
I'm one of the very few people that can even be able to say that, and I'm getting shot down. I didn't need to be at the rink for eight hours a day and devoting my entire day to skating. I already had all of the elements, all of the triple-triple combinations, and I was able to execute them at a world stage consistently. I was skating clean. That's why I was picked for the Olympic team, for Grand Prix events, for world championships multiple years in a row, being on the podium at nationals. My training was about keeping everything up, training the quality, not taking hours and hours to learn new elements. I already had everything. I've had other skaters also ask me about, you know, doing courses online versus my experience going to real school, going to college. And they'd ask me, you know, what's the difference? And I've always told them going to school is a lot more than just the academics. It's the whole package. It's, it's learning about yourself and your interests, who you click with, what groups you find yourself in, seeing and appreciating how so many other people have different interests and talents and intelligence in different fields. And knowing that it's the only time in your life that you're going to be directly living with and surrounded with people your own age. So that's what's really special about going to normal school um, versus just taking a course online. So I'm going to end this with a few good moments. You know, I've talked a lot about little dramas here and there with uh, going to school and skating at the same time at the top level. One of the best moments of my entire career was probably my high school throwing me this gigantic send-off right before the Olympic Games. It was, it was insane um, having that recognition and that praise from people outside of just skating. My high school, they threw this huge rally where the entire school was in the school gym chanting all these different cheers and whatever, and they were chanting my name with it. And we had Brandy Chastain, Olympic gold medalist in soccer, and Carrie Walsh, Olympic gold medalist in beach volleyball. They both went to my high school years ago, and so they came out for this rally and gave speeches and personally congratulated me and cheered me on for the Olympics in Sochi. And it was just so incredible having the support from my high school community and just my hometown in the Bay Area in general really lifting me up in ways that I had never been before because I had broken through the barrier of that top level, that Olympic level. And so... That was really incredible for me to have that experience. Being known as an Olympic figure skater now um, in my hometown, it's so awesome to have that recognition from people who are not at all associated with figure skating, not at all associated with sports. I'll get recognized whether I'm at school or whether I'm at the mall or if I'm at the doctor's office or anything. It's, it's crazy how much people remember and respect my results with skating and so that's that's really awesome for me to feel like the work that I've done has really paid off and that I'm getting recognition and then one of my favorite stories uh, is actually when I was a senior in high school I was simultaneously on the Stars on Ice tour that was so incredibly special um, being on Stars on Ice you know it was always my dream when I was little I would go to Champions on Ice Stars on Ice and I'd watch the skaters perform and I would go and get the VIP package where I could go get their autographs after so, you know, I have pictures of when I was eight years old at Champions on Ice with Sasha Cohen and Johnny Weir and a bunch of different people um, and their autographs. So for me to be on Stars on Ice was crazy special. However, my senior prom, it was the same night as our L.A. performance in Stars on Ice. And so I tried to tell Stars on Ice people, I'm going to skip this show because I have my senior prom and it's really important to me, but I'll do every other show. And they told me, no, you have to choose. If you're going to be in it, you have to do every show. You can't just miss this one. 
And so obviously I picked Stars on Ice because that was just such a big dream of mine and I really wanted to do it and I just decided, all right, whatever, I'll just skip my prom. It's not that big of a deal. But everybody in the cast and everybody in uh, the production of Stars on Ice, they knew that I was going to be missing my prom and that I was really excited for it. So secretly they had planned this mini prom for me um, on the last night of tour. After our performance, we were all supposed to change to go to our meet and greet. And so all of the girls put on ball gowns and all of the guys wore tuxes. And I was pretty confused, pretty excited that why was this even happening? Pretty cool that everybody's super fancy and dressed up. So afterwards, we went to dinner all together, still in our fancy outfits. And I was wearing my prom dress, you know. And when we were at the dinner, they led me into this separate room in the restaurant. And it had balloons and it had a cake that said prom on it and there was all these different treats and all of the cast all of the skaters on stars on ice they were dancing with me and we were having our own little prom um, at the restaurant and so that was super special to me that my my skating community my skating family um, you know all the top skaters they were celebrating this moment with me and um, we were all having a little prom together and so it's the little things that's definitely one of like my favorite memories in my entire skating career so definitely one that I hold close (laughs) but yeah um, I hope you enjoyed this episode I'm gonna be doing new episodes every Tuesdays so stay tuned on Apple Podcasts and Spotify go ahead and subscribe I'm also on the Believe website so take a look at that comment below leave me some tips leave me some feedback I'd love to know what you guys want to hear any topics that you have in mind any questions you have for me I'm super happy to answer them and you can look on my Instagram where I'm promoting it my username's at Paulina Edmonds I'm super excited to get the ball rolling on this and I can't wait to share more experiences can't wait to talk to you next week Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.